You're listening to episode 38 of the Fat Fueled Female Podcast. Welcome to the Fat Fueled Female Podcast. I'm your host, Marsha Chow, a holistic nutritionist, personal trainer, and proud dog mama of two. I am obsessed with helping women achieve their goals, feel confident in their skin, and become empowered health advocates. This podcast is designed to help ambitious women thrive on a low-carb, high-fat lifestyle, so tune in each week as we talk all aspects of nutrition, improving your fitness, enhancing your mindset so that you can take inspired action and live your best life all starting from the inside out. I'm so happy to have you here. Now let's get started. Hello, hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Fat Fueled Female Podcast. And today we're going to talk about three aspects that really control your weight and living optimally, essentially having great freaking health. And I'm going to tell you one thing. It's not just about calories, okay? So the truth about your metabolism, what I teach in the Fat-Fueled Female Method is three really important variables. Metabolic adaptation, metabolic flexibility, and your body's set point. So metabolism, what is metabolism? Metabolism is every biochemical reaction that ha- that happens in your body. It's not only the digestion, the action of digesting food. It's enzymes and hormones and neurotransmitters and bacteria and elimination of metabolic waste, etc. Metabolizing food is the process that most people think of metabolism that converts energy, aka calories, from food or stored energy, aka fat or carbohydrates, into a usable type of energy fuel. And also with metabolism, a byproduct of this conversion is heat. And the heat that is create the heat that is created is important because when our bodies heat up, we burn calories known as thermogenesis. And why it's really fundamental that you're eating enough protein is because, well, neurotransmitters, hormones, lean body mass, all of that. But when you eat protein, it has a 20 to 30% thermogenic effect, which means it requires more energy from your body to break down. So a lot of the times people are like, it's calories in versus calories out. That means you just need to burn more than you consume. And that's why so many diets fail. Absolutely, you can lose weight by tracking your calories. I've done it. But how are your results? How do you feel? Are you able to maintain those results? And when you're going into such a low amount of calories, 1,100, 1,200, 1,300, you're not feeling your best. You're not living your best life. You're not creating a lifestyle. And what happens is you may lose the weight, but nine times out of 10, you're going to gain it back. So calories are a component of weight loss, but it's not the totality and the whole picture, right? The food you eat are biochemical messengers that influence so many different pathways and hormones in your body. So for example, a thousand calories of coconut meat, okay? Real food. 
is not the same as a thousand calories of pop and soda. They're going to digest differently. They're going to uh, make you feel very different if you had a thousand calories of soda opposed to a thousand calories of coconut meat. Or, you know, a thousand calories of Cheetos and a thousand calories of grass-fed steak. They're not the same. They don't make you feel the same. Different hormones are secreted. So you can't just say it's calories in versus calories out, okay? Um, I like to say like your body is more like a beautiful intrinsic chemistry lab over a basic calculator. Now, I'm not saying you don't need to, you know, understand how much food you're eating. I get clients to have an idea of, Yes, how much calories are you eating? How much fuel are you feeding your body with? But where are those calories coming from? With the most important thing really being the quality of the food you're eating. And then the macronutrients, right? If you don't know what macronutrients are, they're protein, fat, and carbohydrates. What are the percentages of each that you are eating? Because that really plays a pivotal point or a pivotal role in your own personal goals, whether you're trying to build muscle, whether you're trying to reduce body fat, whether you're trying to build your metabolism up, whether you're trying to go into go into ketosis, what is your intention behind your nutrition? And your goals based on your intention will be very different and very specific for you. So there are three different variables that are really important when it comes to healthy weight loss and healthy body and healthy mind. So the three are metabolic adaptation, metabolic flexibility, and your body set point. So I'm going to go over all three. So metabolic adaptation, you know, you may have heard of basal metabolic rate that is referred to how many calories your body needs to function on a day-to-day basis. If you were to have a lazy day and we all require lazy days from time to time to just Netflix and chill, that requires energy, okay, for your heart to pump, for your lungs to function. So your basal metabolic rate is how many calories your body needs to function just on the day-to-day, okay? So there's a bunch of other numbers that come into play to create your total daily energy expenditure. I'm not going to go over all of them, but a lot of the times what happens is women, when we want to lose weight, we think, okay, well, I'm just going to cut my calories. I'm going to cut my calories. You're going to look up, you know, you're going to look up where can you cut your calories from? And a lot of the times we cut it from fat because fat, one gram of carbs is four calories, one gram of protein is four, and one gram of fat is nine. So you're like, oh, well, it's got double the amount of calories, so I might as well just cut from there. So what happens is metabolic adaptation If you were to eat a thousand calories, your body becomes efficient at burning a thousand calories. If you were to slowly increase the amount of food you are eating week by week in a strategic way and you get up to say 3000 calories, your body becomes efficient at burning 3000 calories. Okay. So less food is not always better because it slows every biochemical reaction down in your body. And it actually is the reason why people um, people get on that like vicious cycle of weight gain and weight loss because their metabolism is functioning at such a low level. And then you're like, I can't do this anymore. I can't eat 1,100 calories. I can't eat 900 calories. Your hormones are so dysregulated that you 
may overeat or even binge eat and then the weight can pack on relatively quickly if this behavior continues, okay? So making sure your metabolism is in a healthy place. And a lot of the times when women come to see me, they're like, I'm ready to lose weight. I'm ready. I've thought about it. I've been looking at your content. I've been wondering if this is the right approach to me. And they're like, let's do it. And then when I'm like, okay, let's see how much you're eating, It sounds very counterintuitive to them, but I'm like, we actually have to eat more. And they're like, what? I have to eat more. And I'm like, yes, we have to bring your body into a safe place, into balance. So when we go into fasting and reducing food, your body is like, okay, I can do this. I'm not starting from 1,200 calories and then going down to 600, right? So it's about taking the time to really repair your metabolism and get your body into a safe place before you start a fasting protocol. That's how I work with women or go into essentially a fasting is reducing your calories, but it's very different than just reducing your calories because you're fat adapted. And this is a perfect segue into, you know, point number two is metabolic flexibility. Most diets fail or most people gain the weight back because they keep the metabolism very rigid in only one fuel source, in only burning carbohydrates. And I would say 90% of the population, if not more, are sugar burners. Breakfast, lunch, dinner, snack, they're predominantly carbohydrates. And when you do that, you never allow this secondary system, your fat burning system, to be activated. And metabolic flexibility really is the best of both worlds. It's how our bodies are actually If you look at our ancestors, this is how our ancestors ate. They hunted, they gathered, they would eat, they would feast, and then they would fast and their body would go into ketosis. This is how our bodies are actually supposed to be this is this is our biochemistry. This is if but most people because we're overfed, we're undernourished, we're always eating, we're never fasting. We're always feeding. You never allow this metabolic pathway to be activated. And when you activate this metabolic pathway, you have so much more control over your metabolism, how you feel, your hunger, everything. Because you have, depending on your size, you have about 50,000 to 100,000 calories of stored body fat your body can utilize for energy. Whereas when you are a sugar burner and you're running predominantly off carbohydrates, your body can only store about 1,500 to 2,000 calories of stored carbohydrate, okay? Most of it is stored in the liver. Some is stored in the muscle. The storage form is glycogen. So that's why someone who eats carbohydrates, they're kind of always snacking or always grazing because their blood sugar can drop and they don't have that secondary metabolic pathway, aka the fat burning system, activated. Okay, and then moving on to point number three is your body's set point. So we all have a set set point. This is where our bodies naturally like to live, naturally like to be comfortable. And if you haven't heard of set point, I'm going to explain it like this. Actually, first off, when someone you see has like a quote unquote fast metabolism, they generally have a low set point. And then when someone has a slow metabolism, they generally have a higher set point. So think of a kitchen sink or think of think of the sink or the faucet or your shower. Okay, let's think of your shower if you're a female and you wash your hair, okay? So you're having a shower, you're washing your hair, you want the water from the shower just to like 
go down the drain. Pretty easy peasy, okay? You don't want your hair to get clogged. And like I've had my, I've pulled the hair that comes out of my my shower. It's pretty gross. But you don't want to get your hair stuck in there that the water isn't going through. That all of a sudden you're in your shower and then you're realizing you're in like a foot of water because the water isn't filtering through because there's so much clogged hair and shit in there that it's not filtering through so what happens is our set point can become clogged and what I mean by that is the water doesn't filter through and the fat or the food or the calories aren't being filtered through or for lack of a better word burnt off because of hormonal dysregulation okay so the hormones that really affect weight loss and just feeling good is leptin and ghrelin, which are like two of your hunger hormones, insulin, CCK, thyroid hormones, and so much more. So you really can't just say it's all about calories, okay, my friends? Because it's like saying, it's like, okay, the only way to be healthy and to feel good is to cut your calories or look at calories. And I teach calories. I teach macros. I think it's an important aspect of health, but it's not the end all be all. It's one tool in your toolbox. One tool. Okay. There's so many things going on in your body. It's similar to saying like, oh, to be a good person, you just have to be thoughtful. Well, no, you have to be compassionate. You need to be communicative. You need to be uh, friendly. You need to be giving. You need to be a good listener. Like, you know what I mean? There's so many variables. There's so many aspects. It's not just one thing, okay? So our set point becomes elevated. So you want a low set point, right? You want that water to flow in and out of your shower faucet or in and out of your sink. You want it to flow pretty pretty easy. Whatever you put in, you want to come out just as efficiently. So what happens is our set point becomes clogged the F up. And this is due to hormonal imbalance, metabolic dysregulation. So when we become hormonally dysregulated, the body can no longer respond to signals, hormones, right? Chemical messengers to the brain. So the brain really a part of your brain referred to as the hypothalamus really regulates your hunger. So it enables us to burn body fat automatically. So how do we lower, you can lower your set point, right? Increase the quality of the food you eat. Make sure you are eating enough high quality food. Uh, You can exercise smartly and efficiently to help heal your hormones. Um, examine your gut health. Gut health is such a, you know, the gut brain connection. Gut health is pivotal in every aspect of your health. I have a, uh, I have a mini course, Gut Health Glow, which talks about gut health in depth. Um, and then I already said smart exercise, not just cardio. So you want to have a low set point. So all of these things, metabolic adaptation, metabolic flexibility, having a low set point, all of these are fundamental for living your best life, having optimal health, and they all are connected to your hormones, okay? So when your hormones go haywire, it affects everything, your mood, your energy, your cycle, your fertility, everything okay 
So that is everything for today's episode. The takeaway here is, first off, if your goal is weight loss or building muscle mass, whatever it is, take inventory on how much you are actually eating. I have found time and time and time again that so many women are under eating. And if you are coming from a place of under eating and then you just start dieting harder and dieting harder and dieting harder, you're going to be stuck on what I refer to as the weight loss circle of frustration. You're going to be stuck there because you're not going to actually give your body the TLC and the nutrient rich and reducing inflammation and all the things that are going to give you that long lasting health. Metabolic flexibility, burning two fuel sources is the best of both worlds. And then when you're metabolically flexible, creating a fasting protocol is so much easier because you're able to tap into your stored body fat for fuel. And then understanding your body set point and understanding you can bring that set point down again by food quality, hormonal health, healthy exercise, all of it. So that is everything for today. Thank you so much for pressing play and I will catch you next week. Bye for now. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you enjoyed what you heard, make sure to subscribe to the podcast. And if you feel you got some extra value from this episode, it would mean the world to me. If you could head over to Apple Podcasts or whatever service you're listening to this podcast on, drop a five-star review. Let me know your thoughts on the show. Doing this really helps more people like yourself find the podcast. And if you're not already following me on social media, right now is the time. You can find me on Instagram at Marja Chow for all your nutrition tips, tricks, and inspiration, or visit my website at fatfueledfemale.com where you can download my free seven-day keto meal plan with recipes. Thanks so much for tuning in, and I will catch you next week.